Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Eric Powell, director of the VA's National Cemeteries Administration Service Division, joins host Bill Hodges on this podcast where they discuss veterans' burial benefits. Director Powell explains what benefits are available to veterans and their families from the National Cemeteries Administration. Were you aware, as a veteran, should you choose not to be buried in a national cemetery, that the VA will still provide a gravestone or appropriate marker for your interment in either a standard burial or, in the case of cremation, the columbarium? This is a program all in the family should listen to and keep as a resource for the future. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio, and I've got a great guest for you today, and it's something that the entire family ought to be gathered around wherever you're listening to this, whether you're listening over the air on one of the FM stations or you're listening in the podcast, because there's some information here that's going to save the family at some point a lot of money. And my guest is director of the VA's National Cemetery Administration Services Division, Mr. Eric Powell. Director Powell, so good to have you on the program. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Can you give us just a little bit of an overview before we go into the specifics of what your division does? Sure. So we here in Memorial Product Service uh, within NCA, we provide headstones and burial markers for veterans' graves. Anytime a veteran passes away and a family wants to memorialize the veteran and they wish to have a government headstone marker, our unit provides that product to them. The family can uh, request a headstone marker. And once they request headstone marker, we will ship it to any location around the world, just as long as the grave is unmarked. We also provide a presidential memorial certificate. That is a product where if, uh, basically, honor veteran service. So it's a product where that's signed by the current president and bears uh, his or her signature. And at that time, when the family requested, we will provide that particular certificate as well as uh, as many as they want. So family can, you know, request 25 certificates and we really then, yes, we will send all 25 certificates to, to the families, uh, even if they're in different parts of the country. Wow. That's neat because, you know, a lot of times you today's world with the atomic families or nuclear families or whatever they call them, they're spread out all over the place. I'm not within a thousand miles of my great-grandchildren, let alone my children. Or, this is fabulous. <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that. And many of them would like to have additional certificates. 
Absolutely. And they can request them at any point in time. And so there's no time limit on when they can uh, request it. You know, we just want to make sure the veteran is eligible. Once we determine that they're eligible, we'll send out a certificate. Okay. Now let's get into the, if you will, the nitty gritty of it. Sure. It's nice that all these things are here, but individually, let's take them. How does someone, let's say that Uncle Charlie passed away and what do I need to be able to get him buried in your cemeteries? In order to get him buried in a national cemetery, uh, we actually have a, another division that handles that particular uh, part of the program. But generally, what would be needed would be just a copy of the discharge document. Uh, DD-214? Yep, the DD-214. Okay. And once they provide that document, we will determine whether or not that veteran is eligible for burial. Now, one thing to keep in mind, if a veteran is eligible for burial in a national cemetery, he or she is also eligible for a government headstone marker, as well as a medallion benefit as well, and a PMC. You know, that, that, that's fabulous. Not only in the national cemetery, and by the way, many people do not realize that Arlington does not fall under your purview. Arlington is run by the Army. It's the only national, well, I don't even know if that's the right term, national cemetery, because it isn't falling under the National Cemetery Administration. Sure. But if they decide they want to be buried in a national cemetery anywhere in the country, they can then contact that cemetery. Is that the route? And then they'll help them to get the gravestone and that. Sure. So, yes. Yeah. So what happens generally is the funeral director, once they have made service arrangements, generally they work with the funeral home director and the okay. funeral home director will contact us here in VA to let us know that they have a veteran who is uh, and the family wants the veteran to be interred in one of our national cemeteries. Once we receive all information from the cemetery, I mean, from the funeral home director, as then we would then go ahead and make the determination whether the veteran is eligible and schedule a burial for that uh, veteran to be buried in our national cemetery. Okay, now both the husband and wife are eligible to be buried in the national cemetery. And I, I recognize that some of these are fringe to your department mm -hmm. because you are so big, you <laughs> all can't have everything. But when a person passes away and they need the gravestone, do they work through the cemetery or do they work through the, the uh, director of whoever's burying them? Sure. So there's basically two parts of that question. So it, we're going we're to break it down to two pieces. So first, okay. for, for a national cemetery, once they have determined eligibility and, we're, and we interred that veteran, the family will work directly with the cemetery to obtain a headstone or marker, okay. as well as the inscription information. Okay. okay. And then we'll provide it once uh, everything's been approved. The second part of that is, let's say a veteran or a family member, they do not want to be buried in a national cemetery. They want to be buried, let's say, on um, the family land um, and where they have, you know, the other family members interred. So at that point in time, the family will complete a VA form 40-1330, and they can either uh, have the funeral home submit the form to us, or they can submit the form to us. Once we receive the form, uh, along with the supporting documents, such as the DD-214 and any other military documents that they have, then we'll make a determination for eligibility. And once we determine that the veteran um, is eligible for the headstone marker, then we'll provide it. We'll ship it to the, uh, to the cemetery. Now, 
both Phyllis and I, my wife, a great, wonderful person, have decided that Sarasota is going to be our home okay. as far as the cemetery is concerned. It's just absolutely beautiful. It, it, I can't think of a better place for us to go. We were just going to be put into the ocean, but we decided, no, we wanted to be put into that beautiful columbarium that you have. Now, if she passes away first, she gets to go in there and they put a, a plaque up or a, they put up a memorial cover to it with her name on it. And mm -hmm. as I understand, when I pass away and I go second, they, they create a new one. Yes. What about if they if they go to a, a columbarium in a private cemetery and they're both in the same one? Is there any provision to have a niche cover made for the wife if she happens to be the spouse or the husband? Sure. So by law, we can we can only provide the headstone marker, or in this case, it would be a, a, a bronze marker for placement on a columbarium wall. Oh, okay. And, and so we can only provide that for the veteran. Now, if the veteran, let's say, for example, the, the veteran dies on or after October 1st of 2019, then we can inscribe the spouse's information on that bronze marker as well for placement on that columbarium wall. Oh, how However, wonderful. Yeah. And we can provide, it'd be just as the, it is now with the name, date of birth, date of death for the spouse. However, if the veteran died prior to October 1st of 2019, then we can only inscribe the veteran's information However, one of the things that we have sort of found a loophole that we sort of trying to work through is being able to ascribe something about the spouse. We can inscribe the dates of birth and dates of death, but we can provide information that basically describes that this veteran and spouse were together. So we would, in essence, provide an inscription such as uh, husband of or spouse of or wife of, and then the name of the non-veteran um, decedent. Oh, wow. You know, hopefully all, all the people listening are still living, so they're all going to be category going sure. from, from now on. But when I looked at it, a friend of mine the other day was saying that he wished that his father had been, the ashes had been put in the Sarasota particular cemetery, but they weren't. They were scattered. Okay. And as I understand it, even though he was scattered, there is a plaque or something that can be put in the Sarasota columbarium area with that person's name on it. Is that correct? Absolutely. Uh, all of our national cemeteries have a memorial section. Uh, some even have a, a burial memorial section where they just have a headstone itself to uh, honor the memory of that veteran. All of our memorial headstones have the inscription in memory of uh, placed at the top. The headstone and then the veteran's information below it. And again, it's just to signify that, yes, we had a, a veteran who served our country and who has you know, since passed, but this is a place where families can go to memorialize that veteran. We have in, in a lot of our cemeteries, so we have some that's in the ground, some that have a memorial wall plaque. And so place it'll be placed on the wall. And again, they can just go there and, and, and just memorialize that veteran in that sense. So there are so many benefits that the VA offers. You know, everybody said, well, you can go to VA.gov. 
And, and yes, you can. My listeners, you can go to va.gov on the web, but it, it is huge. And all this information is probably in there somewhere. But that's the benefit of this program is to zero in and let you say how they get there. And that let's repeat how if somebody wants to be, let's say they're being buried on the farm where their family is all buried. How do they go about getting a gravestone for that? Sure. So our forms are all located on va.gov backslash forms. And then you would enter in the VA form 40-1330. Say that again. VA form 40-1330. Okay. And that is the application or that's the claim for government headstone or grave marker. And again, once they complete that form, um, they get the proper signatures from the uh, funeral home and the cemetery and then submit the form to us. We receive the form, we process it, and then we we'll, we issue the marker once we determine if the veteran is eligible. Now, there is a fee if someone has to set the marker, correct? That's not the government. You provide the marker. But if there has to be, other than in a national cemetery, Great. if that has to be set, then there is a fee for that. That's out of your control. Great point. Yes. So in our national cemetery, there are no fees associated with uh, our memorial benefits. However, in some private cemeteries, the cemetery may charge the family a setting fee. And unfortunately, VA does not pay for any uh, setting fees. So, you know, families need to be aware that once they, you know, make those arrangements, arrangements for the decedent, that they are aware of any you know, fees that the funeral home or the cemetery may have that may be associated with burial because VA would not be able to pay for it. My guest today has been Eric Powell. He's the director of the VA National Cemetery Administration Services Division. And you've given us a lot of good information. Is there one last thing? I've got about a minute that I haven't asked you that you want to be sure to say. Uh, sure. Again, if anyone have any questions or concerns, uh, you know, about filling out the application or need help, we are here to help you in way we can. You can reach us at 1-800-697-6947. Now, would you say that again very slowly? Because sure. a lot of my vets are older and they're the ones that need to know this. Sure. So our number again is 1-800-697-6947. Or you can actually reach us via the web at ask.va.gov. Again, that's ask.va.gov. Director Powell, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know a lot of my vets are going to be helped and their families are going to be helped by what you've shared. I know you're a busy man. I won't take up any more of your time. But again, thank you for being with me. No, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Remember, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio podcasts.